If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, November 18th. And uh, according to my Cracker Jack television producer, it means that there are 43 days left in the year. And as a result, we, for the crazy amount of time that we've spent talking about the virus and all this stuff, now we're getting into nuts and bolts of what we need to tell you about things you should be doing before the end of the year. So here is my segment from CBS This Morning. We aired it yesterday. The interview is with Anthony Mason, the best ever. And this segment really focuses on the things that you need to pay attention to before the end of the year. As many of these things do relate to coronavirus and what has happened throughout the year, we will do a deeper dive for year-end planning. But this will give you a little tidbit. So check it out. It'll give you a little, little morsel. And you can always go to our website to jillonmoney.com. I have a long post that is about year-end moves. So here is our segment. In this morning's Eye on Money, we are looking at key financial and tax savings moves to consider with just 44 days left in 2020. The pandemic has devastated the economy, of course, and parts of the CARES Act, which provided financial relief, will expire on December 31st. Some of those emergency measures, including stimulus payments and extended unemployment benefits, could add to confusion in the upcoming tax season. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger joins us now with what you need to know. Jill, good morning. You say I need to be thinking about tax season now. Why? Well, as you said, with just 44 days left, there aren't that many things you can do after the year passes. So the most important thing to remember is part of the CARES Act is really causing people to worry. Your economic stimulus checks, they are not taxable. So you don't need to really fret about that. However, millions of Americans receive some form of unemployment throughout 2020, whether it's a federal or a state program, that is taxable. And wide majority of people did not withhold taxes based on that. So here's what you need to do. You go to the IRS website, irs.gov, go to the withholding estimator, see if you can change your estimates or potentially make a payment so you have no penalty or surprise in April. Again, really important for everyone, especially for those who received unemployment benefits and did not withhold. 
Are there tax considerations if you worked in a different state? Yeah, this is a very strange quirk of this particular recession because so many people did go out of state. A lot of younger adults went back with their families. Well, this could be a benefit, but it could be a problem as well. So what you need to do is compile the number of days throughout the year that you worked in your primary location, then the days that you worked elsewhere. Now, this could also include not just a different state. It might be a different jurisdiction. You might live in New York City as your primary and you moved upstate and you don't have to pay New York City tax potentially. So you compile those days, then you check with your location where you your primary residence is, see what the rules are, and then you may want to adjust your withholding accordingly. But again, a little bit of homework for you. It could pay off. Jill, how do you know what, what you're able to deduct for a home office since so many people were working from home? Uh, this may have been the number one question I received on my podcast. I can't wait till I get to April so I can deduct everything that I've done. Not so fast. Here's why. When we had a tax cut in 2017, that basically erased the ability for an employee to deduct the home office expense or any miscellaneous business expenses. Now, that said, if you're self-employed, if you're a gig worker, you may be able to deduct your rent or your mortgage, your property taxes. You really have to make sure that you comply with the IRS rules. has to be regular use of your location or even partial location. And of course, you cannot be a pig. Don't say everything <laughs> is for work. Check with your IRS rules, please, because yeah. it is an audit flag. Okay, that is it. A little shorty for today. Don't worry. We got plenty ahead for the week. Don't you worry. Don't forget to wash your hands, to wear your masks, to maintain your physical distancing. And please, gang, we have got to be careful. We really, really do take this seriously. Please. And of course, try to do something nice for someone else today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.